The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Monday morning, Monday, Monday. You just can't trust that day. Trust it. Um, Thank you very much, Quality Tire, for being our presenting sponsors here at this entertaining and informative podcast that is delivered to you every weekday at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, whether that will be daylight savings or fast time or slow time or whatever time. Just uh, pick one, damn future, it. Just, uh, it's, it's 5 a.m. It'll be ready for you every single Monday through Friday. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Jeff Stiles with a Y, Jim Lambert, Russell Stroud, Brian Stone, Dave Hooker, who I don't give enough credit to, doing a wonderful job with his sportscast every day. Um, we tend to do Fridays a little bit different um, as we record the show for Monday. And again, we don't talk about it too often, but I mean, this is a pre-recorded show. It's not a secret or anything. It, yeah, our great. It's not. It's not a, a, sh- a shameful secret. No, no, no it's our, not. Our crystal ball is, and our Ouija board is out at all times, and our tarot cards. <laughs> Jen's learning how to throw the tarot, and uh, so we can figure out exactly, you know, what stories that we can. Um, cover and them not be you know wrong by the time Monday rolls around. It's 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 well, quite actually, a chore. If, if we didn't speak of it, we would sound like yeah, damn like fools. idiots. Yeah. yeah. So, so we, we speaking exactly, of it actually lets everybody understand what we have to deal try with. Try to keep it generic as best. I we can. I think it would be funnier to try and predict. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, I think on Monday there will be peace in the Middle East. We were just, we were just <laughs> talking old uh, comics, uh, the old Saturday Night Live skit from the nineties uh, when uh, Tom Brokaw wanted to take a year off. Yeah. Gerald Ford died today. <laughs> <laughs> he was mauled by a pack of wolves. Francis, Wait a second. What? Hey, Francis, you want to take the year off, man? We got to get it all covered. Francis <laughs> Gerald Ford is still dead. Drowned in the swimming pool today. <laughs> yeah, just go ahead and get them all out there. You know, it's funny that everyone picked on Gerald Ford. He didn't really do anything, and it wasn't even his fault that Except he was president. That was trip the, over himself a couple times, right? Yeah, yeah that was what. Che- that's what made Chevy Chase's career. Remember? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing that stood out the most about that first season of Saturday Night Live was their ripping on Gerald Ford and Chevy Chase's characterization of him being a bumbling fool that would just fall and you know he ended up actually with permanent back damage from yeah. that one season really it's of, not you know, fair falling off stage into tables collapsible stuff and everything the like only that. thoughts i have of gerald ford or chevy chase that's <laughs> not fair <laughs> I, exactly i i, and I it, think he's a fumbling bumbling fool and i have no idea if that's true for those who were too young to even remember and never watched any of the reruns he had, whenever he would fall down the steps, whatever, take the podium with him, and then I, he'd get up and he goes, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm all right, I'm all right, like that. And and he he did. Ford was famous for stumbling. And that got to be such a thing at our school, we would any locker that was open walking down the hallway was going to be an immediate, oh, oh, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm all right, you know. And we, we would just, everybody was doing that. And I remember one time we were sitting in the homeroom, and I just took my textbook and there was a bunch of freshmen around me, and I was a senior, and uh, I was just waiting my time to go to the library, and I took my textbook, and I just whapped it in my forehead. <laughs> Boom! And I was going to go, I'm okay, I'm okay, that's okay. <laughs> that's you a- and, I, and I about knocked myself out. <laughs> and I just went, wham, and hit myself in the Dummy. forehead. And just put the book back down, and went, God almighty. That's a hard-binded book right there. I don't remember what it was. Calculus. It's like a Cadillac. Calculus or something. Yes, and people were looking at me going, dude, are you okay? I said, no, not really. 
Not really at all. He survived two assassination attempts in 1975 as well. Yeah, and who would want to kill him? I mean, who, he he didn't inspire that much emotion. I know. That's just what I'm saying. Well, I, mean, I think it's because he pardoned Nixon. That well, was the 70s. Uh, <laughs> everybody was trying to kill everybody in the 70s. <laughs> very quickly, no World Cup for Russia. No World Cup for you, thank you very much. The soccer Nazis have uh, have, have deemed <laughs> that it's so. No soup for you. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so the band stays in place. Um, two things very quickly. We discussed a little bit, Brian, the alchemist, Brian Stone, tried <laughs> tried to use a lemony drink and a limey drink to make a homemade Sprite this morning. And well, I, I, that wasn't was my plan. Not, was, not, was not successful. <laughs> now, check this out. You know how much I pay for this brand new ghost energy drink? It looks disgusting, whatever it is. A, it is disgusting. (laughs) B, it was free. There was a guy set up at the convenience store with a table full of these things with all these different... This well, is, must be rolling it out This then. is citrus. Yeah. This is citrus, and it's just called Ghost, and it's got your familiar little ghost icon. It from looks like the Snapchat logo. Social media, yeah, Snapchat. You're too old to be drinking this garbage, I, Jeff. I know, I know anything what, it that was has free. a brain on it should it, not be it was. It was free, and, and they literally <laughs> shamed me today. I said, I don't want it. Can I don't I, want I, it. Oops, sorry. Can I yeah, see that? Yeah, please. And, uh, can and, I try it? And the good thing, yeah, it says natural caffeine. That's the big selling point. Means. No sugar. Ugh. And I want, see, I'm a health freak. Me and Tom Brady, Ooh, there's only, only the best Hold stuff on. goes in our bodies. So I only want natural caffeine. What the Whatever hell is the hell in hell this? That is. I don't know. I started looking at the, the, the L-carnitine, <laughs> L-tartarate, taurine natural caffeine from Coffee Bean, yeah. sucralose alpha GPC. That's my favorite. The GCP. Phosphoryl chlorine. They try to use beta GCP. It does not work. (laughs) It just doesn't work. So everybody knows it started with I I drink just sparkling water (laughs) with no ingredients. (laughs) I'm tasting it. And I grabbed two cans on the way out the door and I grabbed a lemon and a lime. That's where all this started. And you just tried to pour it in. And I didn't mean to get two different ones. (laughs) The aftertaste. It's horrible. It's the aftertaste. Yes. That is so sweet and disgusting. The aftertaste will stay with you all day. Get a new gun. Ghost. That's no no sugar, natural caffeine. That's the taste of our sparkling phosphoric acid. We'll never get that again. With the alpha GPH, <laughs> grievous bodily harm contained <laughs> inside it. Okay. All right. So we'll go ahead and get this thing started. We're going to take uh, some time and just do something we've not done before. We're just going to just take an ordinary day, not St. Patrick's Day, not anybody's big birthday, Nothing that we, just a, a, a random day, and we're going to look at how important that day was in history. Because we want to uplift all the other days that are not a stupid holiday that we celebrate for stupid reasons. We want to bring all the days up to an equal footing. So we're going to do that a little bit later on in the show. But right now, we're just going to go ahead and get started the way we normally do things. And thanks to People's Home Equity for sponsoring the first part of the show, 591-9801-chatmortgage.com. And we'll get them back in here at some point soon and talk about the steady and 100% guaranteed increase in interest rates and how that will affect the market a little bit later on, maybe one day next week. But right now, Russell has headlines. All right, well, good morning, Jeff. Uh, Over in Bradley County, the Drug Task Force thwarted a plot to distribute drugs into the Bradley County Jail. Reports say that a confidential informant notified officials that people on the inside were uh, were conspiring with outsiders to get drugs behind bars. The sheriff's office says that they intercepted a vehicle, had three people inside, and an envelope full of meth and fentanyl. Two inmates now face additional charges, and four others are now behind bars. They've not specified how 
They were going to get the drugs behind bars, I think because they don't want the public to know about that too much. There is now an additional charge of attempted aggravated unlawful photography of a minor pressed against the now former Bradley County Middle School teacher Christopher Schroll. It was also revealed that Schroll was both a teacher and a soccer coach at the school. Cleveland police say that about 30 kids were caught on a covert camera allegedly placed by Schroll in the girls' locker room. All girls. Yeah, all girls. The reason uh, that uh, he has an additional charge is because they believe the photography took place over two days. So under the law somehow that constitutes two charges all parents have been notified Schroll reportedly told the police that he was trying to catch incidents of bullying oh, whatever. on camera and that's why he did what he did does anyone believe that no yeah Moving on, multiple parents, this is the last one, multiple parents at the Hamilton County School Board meeting last Thursday uh, met to, to demand that the school system do more to punish bullies. One woman recounted a story of her son, who was followed to his bus stop by his attacker, who broke his arm in multiple places. The attacker received only a slap on the wrist and was allowed to return to school with no academic punishment. The problem of bullying, they say, is not being properly addressed by the school system. And now from uh, some place somewhere in the world, it's Dave Hooker. <laughs> Travel alert, don't go to Russia. He's Dave Hooker, Russia. also oh. sports. We discussed this last week. Brittany Griner, the standout WNBA basketball player, decided that uh, she would continue her career in Russia, which she had done before, because why? Well, money. This isn't the best time to go, in case you weren't aware. And uh, Brittany Griner now will be held by Russia until at least May the 19th. That is a long detention, kids, and one that shows you just how petty Russia is. Now, here's what Brittany Griner did. It wasn't very smart, so let's not totally blame Russia, but she had a CBD and hemp oil. I don't know if it's THC or not. I don't get into all that stuff, but the bottom line is she had something she shouldn't have and was going back to Russia. So it wasn't smart. Uh, she could have avoided the whole situation, but it does show you how incredibly petty that Russia is to withhold what is a low-level athlete in terms of exposure. I mean, it's not like they're holding Michael Jordan in Russia. He'd be too smart to go. But this shows you how petty that Russia truly is. Gives you one more reason to root for Ukraine, free Brittany Griner, let her come home. Goodness gracious, how silly can this government be? Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports, and in this case, a little bit more. Politics? No, I'm not going that far. <laughs> All right. I got it. Brittany Griner is a pretty big name. Actually. No, it actually is. I, I'm not trying to undermine. He's right. It's not, Dave. My, it's not, my, it's not Michael well, Jordan. No, no, nobody's Michael Jordan. Household name, but I mean. <laughs> In the world of women's athletics, she is a standout. She has the best ink of any woman anywhere, anytime ink? in sports. Yes, her tattoos. Oh. Her, her, she, okay. she, I mean, she, she's, she's, uh, sorry, Russell, she's not an unattractive woman, extremely athletic, very well built. Her, I mean, her shoulders, biceps, and forearms look like those of a of a of a smooth skinned man and she has a great tattoo artist i'm just saying that for a, for a, just i mean between her out. and candace parker who candace parker's doing a bunch of ncaa basketball yeah. uh commentary they're two of the most well-known wmba players ever now to the point that we've made before 
Nobody really cares about she the WNBA. will stand out in the Russian prison. Uh, she will stand yeah. out anywhere in Russia. Yeah, it's, you're not from around here, are you? I actually was <laughs> stopped this morning at that same convenience store where they forced this free drink on me. There was a very, very sweet lady in the parking lot, three kids in the car with her. She looked very much like Ms. Griner. Uh, she struck me. I mean, uh, her, her eyes, the color of her eyes, the way her hair was pulled back. She asked me for directions. We're on Signal Mountain Road at the foot of Signal Mountain, and she was lost. She's new in town. She's trying to get her kids to their first day at school on a Friday at Orchard Knob Elementary. Oh, goodness. How easy was it to give her directions from the foot of Signal Mountain? <laughs> I just all, all I could do was apologize. She was very, very nice. And her phone GPS wasn't working. She oh. wasn't getting a signal for some reason. I was say, lady, have you and heard I of said, GPS? Get back on the interstate because she come across. I said, go back, get across the river, take the immediate right. That's Fourth Street. Clearly, third will be next to fourth. Go uphill and just keep going until you finally see Orchard Knob shoot off in both directions away from Third Street. I said, it's 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 a haul. Uh, but I mean, it's ask yourself, it can, and I, I swear I hate going someplace where I do not know my way around, and I ask a local for directions for a well known institution in town. If I'm there, I'm usually going to a concert or a game or a festival or something. People should know where this place is. You know, it just drives me batty. So I don't want to be that person. Well, that would be me because someone would be like, do you know how to get to AT&T Field? I'd be like, uh... I've only lived here for 27 years. I wouldn't have given her those directions. I would have had her go down Frazier, go across the Veterans Bridge. Yeah, you might have been right. But then, I mean, even just getting her from there And then take a left on 3rd Street. Yeah, then she'd have to get off of manufacturers and then turn right. And then, uh, no, 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 no. You yeah. bypass all that. Yeah. She could have gone straight up to Dayton Boulevard. Yeah. Gone up through the tunnel. Yeah. And then gotten. And then the, and then, the, the and road, then gone the, the road that Frasier. changes names five times. Well, whatever. Dayton Boulevard. It's a straight shot. Frazier, Cherokee, Cherokee yeah. uh, Bar- Bar- Bartlow or Bartlett she, or whatever Barton. they call it. Barton. Barton. It's Barton. And Hicks and Pike. And next thing you know, she's going to be out in Saudi again. No. <laughs> that guy gave me crappy directions. Anyway, all right, it doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Yeah, it doesn't. Neither here nor there. I uh, hope she gets there. I just use um, Google Maps. I don't know where. I did. I, but yeah, I, why I, didn't she have I, a phone? I, 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 walked in, I walked into the convenience store, and I mentioned that, and I said, do y'all remember, this is the employees that know me, do y'all remember when you could stand at Ross's Landing and someone would say, how do I get to that museum up there? And you had no idea how to tell them. <laughs> you, you could not give somebody directions to something you could see. That's how bad it used to be here mm. with all the one-way streets and the – you know, we, we're famous for jumping over a block. Get on 13th and go three blocks, and all of a sudden you hit just a, a T-bone. Where'd 13th go? Oh, it's way down here. <laughs> it picks back up and goes another 17 miles, but you got to traverse a three-quarters of a mile you know, through a bad neighborhood to get there. Yeah, and you find out that like 13th Street turns where, into wh- new old Dixie what, Highway. Did we have a seismic <laughs> shift at some point? Did everything just move west, you know, 14 uh, blocks? I'm not very well-traveled, but... Um, I, I thought it was difficult around here until I went to downtown Denver. You yeah. want to talk about a little bit off the grid kind yeah. of way that they, yeah. they got lanes flowing into lanes. I was like, okay, Chattanooga's yeah. not actually that bad. Well, they've got no, no excuse because it's just like it's an like just lay down a grid. 
Yeah. It's not like Denver's one of those old. They didn't do cities. that. Though. It's still a gr- it's they still did. gridded out, but it, it is. I can't even explain it. It's one. It's an experience kind of thing. It's uh. like this doesn't look normal to me at all. <laughs> you know, the, you know the reason I can get around very well in Denver. The damn mountains. Every time I know which side they're on, <laughs> and from and from there I can find my way. But no, you're right because they use all the trails. They they used the actual wagon trails, oh, people yeah. trails, natural paths as they came into town. Those are all now the interstates, and so they came from every direction out of every pass. Well, I only know and the city. It's not, it's not as gridded out as you think. It I've been is. there twice, just downtown proper, so I can't speak to anything on the. And I, I I hate that. I wish I was Fine. further uh, out on the outskirts but yeah these turn lanes like wait a second that's a big ass turn lane and this yeah. one coming into this one what are we doing here you ever uh, been on the Jer- new jersey turnpike no that's the worst <laughs> no. uh, yes and it's horrible here we go i don't wish to ever go again all right randy mcnally our um, uh deputy governor in the great state of tennessee has declared he does not support the new abortion law how about that um Surprised everybody said that he does not support the new abortion law in the state of Tennessee. Very restrictive, if not now, aiming to be the most restrictive in the country. And he says the idea of turning everybody into a potential lawsuit, everybody will become a potential plaintiff in every single abortion procedure. That's a great point. That is, that is you know, uh, carried through in the state now. Everybody, the Uber driver. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, can no, sue. No if, matter what you think about it as an yeah. ideological thing, that's a great. It's point. a terrible yeah. idea I think uh, to, to do it in yeah, that direction. It's very poorly structured. I think uh, seven people left homeless here locally that had people jumping from the second floor of their burning house, and uh, that's something I have seen as a reporter. Um, the worst things I ever saw with my eyes were always at house fires. And I've thought about the way our house is constructed, too. And, I mean, we're cut off by the stairs. If the stairs catch fire, there's only one way out, and that's the second-story window. And it would not be a fun jump. It wouldn't be an easy jump. And, but that'd be that'd be all we had. Why don't you I get mean, a ladder? And it, the, the, the 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 we've got one, but I'm not going to leave it propped up against my outside <laughs> no, no, window no, 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 all no, the time no, for people no, to come in and no, out. No, Jeff, you're talking about a, du- con- a dump out ladder. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I actually have thought about that <laughs> in the past. Why is that ladder always against your house? Yeah, I know. In case it catches <laughs> on fire. Life. So, because anybody who wants to go up and get in my bedroom is more than welcome <laughs> to. <laughs> I got nothing to hide. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, amazingly, everybody was okay and unhurt. That's not going to normally be the case. That's a good jump. Yeah. You're talking about 20 feet. The irony is when it's that. a wooden ladder and it's the one that catches on yeah. fire. Uh, one American citizen among 10 killed in Chernikiv. Is it Chernikiv? Uh, your guess is as good as Chernikiv, mine. while standing in a bread line. Yeah. This is one of the worst so far. They were shot. They were not shelled. They were shot. Uh, so whoever it was that had their finger on the trigger, probably of a gunship at a remote distance, but they could see that people were standing in a bread line. And this American had gone to be with his girlfriend who has MS, MS yeah. and was, was killed dead. The, the bearing Horrible. down on hospitals, refugee camps, the lines of people trying to escape through these humanitarian zones that have been set up that are not being maintained or, or protected at all is just has gotten crazy. Um, let me. This was a bizarre story. 
23-year-old model, a Russian woman, plainly beautiful, her name was Greta Vedler, uh, complained about Putin several months ago on social media and called him a psychopath. Mm -hmm. Which he is. She went home to Russia to see her boyfriend and disappeared, and they found her yesterday 300 miles away, dead in a suitcase. In a suitcase for complaining about the leader of the nation being a psychopath. You don't think he will crack down on the people that are actually protesting out there in front of the cameras? I can't believe that journalist got away with a $270 fine as walking free. I think it's just because of the, the publicity yeah, of yeah, the, the massive The massive publicity of it. Yeah. High profile. You know, a number of executives have left that, that you know, mm-hmm. Channel One now. Yeah, uh, RT America completely shut down. Yeah. My uh, emotions are getting away from me at times. I, I'm almost rooting for World War III. I want to blow this damn country I'm, off the face I'm, of the earth. I'm hearing you now. And I'm, I'm being irrational and stupid no, and dumb by saying that. No, it's we talked about on Friday. This is why we got into it on Friday is I wanted to get gut reactions from people and how they felt. All right, check this goodbye, out. Goodbye, Moscow. Go- goodbye. Suspending normal trade with Russia. Vote in the House of Representatives. Whopping, whopping runaway vote. 424 to 8. 424 congressional elected representatives in our House and our Congress, 424 voted to suspend all normal trade with Russia. Who were among the eight that voted to keep things normal? I can think of two names already. MTG and Matt Gates. And uh, Bobert. The Hatress and the Pedophile. And Bimbo Bert. Did yeah. You see there? The Hatress and the Pedophile on their new tour coming to a town near you to a crowd of 150. I don't understand what their seats. motivation is. I mean, I, I, I no, she let me told Ukrainian, that. She told Ukrainians to give up. Two I understand days ago. a bunch of their motivation. Yeah. In this situation, I don't understand yeah. the motivation. I don't understand it either because it's it's so wildly unpopular now. Like their position is not buying them. It's vote. like we have to go against understand. everybody all the time, all everything. Yes, yeah, it's the contrarian vote. Look, I guess. look I don't dead know. at Matt Gates. Look at his face. Look into his eyes. I it and not. tell me that he gave <laughs> any thought to this vote whatsoever. No, I, I doubt that he, he did. knew exactly what he was going to do. He was going to vote contrarian, following MTG's lead. Well, the average dumbass walking around doesn't know what this even. And is. she literally yeah. did two days ago. She said that it was it was useless for us to give them any more aid because the Ukrainians just needed to give up to end their suffering. Right. That's a narrative I've heard Is several that what times. She said? Yes. Yeah, I've heard that a couple yes. of times from various people. Yeah, I've turned that TV show off. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Biden, of course, uh, met uh, President Xi of China uh, over the course of the weekend. Our own school board attorney says that the new book rules are in great need of clarification. It did not get all supercharged. Uh, each district got two parents. Rhonda Thurman basically sat there and listened, said, here is what we have come up with. The attorney said, I've already looked at it. It has all kinds of holes. Now, at this point in this process, it would be filled with holes. Uh, But they didn't really get into titles, per se. Mm -hmm. It's just more about the process. So it'll be still talked about a little further down the road. I think that the process is, is not nearly as, how should I put it, inflammatory as uh, perhaps the, not the press, but like talking heads locally would have you think because they do have people from all sides of the issue talking about it. It's not just people like Rhonda Thurman who shares her views. They do have 
regular people who are regular parents yeah. in the regular district. Oh, I watched about one of the yeah. about a half hour of one of the uh, the meetings, the school board meetings, and yeah, there's there's a lot of input coming mm-hmm. from a lot of different. It's, it's not just Rhonda Thurman. No, it's fun to make fun of her, but it, it, it's not just her up there screaming and yelling. Yeah. It's a lot of people, a lot of different input. Yeah, and I am really hovering in the middle on a lot of this. Yeah, some and of I it, know you are too, Russell. Yeah, mm-hmm. it seems to be pretty pretty well balanced so far, and I think that it is. And, and I think the purpose behind it is is justifiable. The purpose of it is to have a discussion about it. You know, we should analyze what's in school libraries because we don't know. No, what's that's in them. Parents should have a say, but I don't think parents have not not had a say. I don't. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they've not had a say. I think they've always been listened to. If you're a parent who cares enough to go down and set up a meeting with your teacher, they're going to listen to you. They're going to listen to you. Yeah. So this whole idea that parents have been shut out. Now that is a false narrative. Completely. Most parent, most parents don't engage, and so that might be where the disconnect is. But you're right. From yeah. my experience, which is very little, yeah. if you want to talk to a PTA meeting, PTO be meeting, tickled to death. They can't wait to yeah. have you in. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're not pushing you away. They want you there. Yeah. Emirati tanker, uh, one that flew the United Arab Emirates flag. Anyway, you never can tell with these multinational corporations. Oh, they're all they from can, Panama. They can be <laughs> flying any flag from any country, yeah. anytime. Uh, sank they off have the a PO box. Persian Gulf uh, off of the coast of Iran. All 30 were rescued, I take it back, with one. 29 rescued, one missing. That's that's pretty remarkable, actually. Yeah. Um, and COVID cases down 40% in the country. Deaths are down 60%. Here comes your new one, new subvariant. Oh, we've heard Omicron, about this already. Yeah. BA2, yeah. BA2 has uh, racked up Africa parts of Europe and has already hit the Northeast in the United States. I mean, States. we're just repeating what happened yeah. in the spring of last year. Yes, all flus and coronaviruses go down once it gets to warmer and we get to a different part of the season. It's a seasonal issue to a certain degree. And yeah, yeah here's another think, variant that's well, not going to harm anybody. And I think it's become cough too cold. Yeah, I think it's become clear as well that the uh, pharma companies are, are trying to milk this for all it's worth with Moderna and Pfizer both now saying, hey, how about a fourth shot? Well, now? yeah, Pfizer saying for 65 and older. No, Moderna wants to be. Moderna is for everybody. Yeah, and they're getting funneled all kinds of bukus of money yeah, from the government, exactly. of course. It's about money. Who's buying this a anymore? A couple of real quick things here and we'll we'll move forward. Uh, remember, we told you on Friday that Tucker McClendon, school board chairman, was going for a one-time uh, bonus um, bonanza for mm-hmm. school employees and yeah. bus drivers. That that got shot down, right. so no extra money for you for yeah. right now. Um, need to be careful if you're wanting to take out. If you're feeling like Brian or like I have, you know, earlier or last week and had a good head explosion on this topic, <laughs> um, you know, and you you want to you know speak with your dollars, you know what walks and you know what talks. And uh, be mindful, very often right now, the businesses that are being targeted for verbal harassment, for boycotts, are Ukrainian. They're actually Ukrainian. Most people don't know the difference between a Ukrainian and a Russian. And if you don't ask, many Ukrainians will open. And it's easier to say, we specialize in Russian pastries than it is Ukrainian. Yeah, well, there's and a lot of so, cultural overlap, too. I mean, there is a tremendous amount, but there are numerous counts now, of course, of Russian-owned businesses being threatened and belittled, and in many instances, of course, not only do they not support the war or Putin, that's the reason they're here, they're not even Russian, so just something to be mindful of. Well, and something as well that is happening, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> is we're seeing a lot of Russian businesses being harassed 
when it's there's really no reason for it because there are people who immigrated 30, 40 years ago or even 10 years ago. Yeah, they're Americans. They're Americans, yeah. Why would you harass Americans who happen to be from Russia? They can't help where they were well, born. Well, same thing with the Asian issue we had after the, you know, the, the, the outbreak and all. Yeah. yeah. Remember the, um, uh, what are you doing from Friday when I mentioned the arm wrestling contest? Mm-hmm. Yes. That was going to be at the Leap and Leprechaun where apparently they were, they're going to be able to or were able to get in the rest of their arm wrestling tournament because they have until the end of this month before they hit a 30-day beer-selling suspension. I have never seen anybody get 30 what, they full get days. What did they do? Selling underage yeah. or something? Selling underage, and check it out. That's a cool little bar. I, it, it, police, uh, first of all, hang on, they, there, was, there was a fight. The biggest thing was there was a fight, and yeah. they didn't report it. Remember that happened downtown at another location right. too. A fight right? at an Irish bar. A fight at an <laughs> Irish bar, and they didn't report it. But then, of course, there were, of course, the other charges that they, it was all involving young people who shouldn't have been drinking anyway. Blah blah. Mm. Here, here's just Barry Quarter wrote this article. Police then checked video evidence from the area from security cameras and saw evidence of a fight in front of the Leap and Leprechaun. The owner, a guy named Brendan. Doherty or O'Doherty, even better. Brendan O'Doherty <laughs> gave police a false name and then disappeared, and they found him hiding in the restaurant's kitchen. My name is Brandon the, O'Shaughnessy. The, 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 the owner <laughs> gave the police a false name after they had his ID and they knew he was the owner, and then he took off and he hid in a pantry in the kitchen, and they just found him and said, What are you doing? Get out of there. Come on out here. It, it's no 30 days. It's no Lamar's, but if you want a stiff drink, yeah, you're going to get one at the Leaping Leprechaun. Apparently. I, I'm just picturing the cops being like um, the police chief Wiggum from The Simpsons. He's like, well, everything checks out yeah. here. <laughs> this, this or guy, Bar Brady from South Park. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> is here. This, this guy, Schroll. This guy, Schroll. This is, this is crazy. They, he was actually already out. He was out on bond was walking back to his car and they arrested him again and pulled him in and charged him with the exact same thing because he did it on two separate days. Now, if he did it over the course of a month, does that mean they're going to arrest him 30 30 times? times? Yeah, that's a good question. I I really, again, something that's kind of unusual. We should have uh, asked Mr. Dimitri when he was in. John Collins and the beer board, I'm not going to give them much credit about it. they're, They're a bunch of scoundrels. Uh, and the last little piece I got for the upfront wrap up is Sounds essentially awesome. the FBI now have six suspects in all of the bomb threats that were made at historically black colleges a couple of weeks ago. And they said out of uh, 59 different cases of these threats being called in, texted in, social media in, mm-hmm. they've got it down to six suspects, and every one of them are juveniles. All of them was, are minors. I could have predicted that. And in high school, and I guess my question, if I was going to segue into and everybody's got one opinion piece, is I'm going to say it again, y'all. You have your kids until they are about 11, 12, maybe 13. After that, you have better done the best job you could raising them because when they walk out the door, they're not thinking about you anymore. They're not thinking about your rules anymore. They're so not true. thinking about what's right and wrong in your eyes anymore. They are responding to their peers. Whenever anybody talks to me when I want to talk about young people, like, well, you don't have kids, you don't know. I have the ultimate experience. 
I was a child. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have more experience maybe than you do because I was that person yeah. and that's the truest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. I, you know, 13 years old. Pfft. Get out of here, so Mom, you, Dad. You, I don't give a... You know, I mean, they, they could have come from the most loving homes in the world. Your first assumption is, well, they probably learned that hate at home. And that's usually what they say in the public service now. And it's true right? sometimes. Nobody's born a racist. They learn it at home. Sometimes they do, but sometimes they come from very good homes, but their friends all happen to be racist pieces of you know what. Mm-hmm. And I'm, Why are you I'm pointing just, at me? I'm, I can yeah, point in any, any direction. <laughs> in any direction. Well, you, it would, we, we can't even, we're not even sure how to make fun of you. I mean, you're you're Catholic, you're Jewish. I am. You're, I'm you're, both. You're a feminist. You're a girly girl. We, we, we just we, that's the reason you get you get hit with a blunderbuss. She's a feminist, but she's also one of the guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. I watched the TED I talk. I can be everything. Yeah. <laughs> you are every woman. They're all in you. Sorry. And this is what y'all I don't remember what we said we were going to do today on the show. Y'all could have so. gone a long time without hearing that. I'm well, sure. real quick, uh, on, that, on that topic, I watched a TED Talk <laughs> the other day about this dude who was uh, a leader of a white supremacist group in Chicago. And he, uh, in his upbringing, was the son of first-generation Italian immigrants. And, you know, he had essentially no, from his upbringing, no reason to be a white supremacist at all. Now, granted, you know, Italians and fascism tend to go together, but, you know. And Irish and white tend to go together. Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he, he had this great upbringing. Uh, there was really no issue. His his father died of cancer when he was younger, so he had, like, that, that whole of anger. anger and lack of community. And that's where... Uh, it sort of came in. It was this older white supremacist approached him and became that father figure to I him. I tell you, it's it's the it's the there's got to be somebody lower than me on the ladder. There's yeah. got to be somebody lower than me on the totem pole syndrome. It does it surprise anybody that the individual that was stabbing the homeless Asian people turned out to be a minority himself. Uh, yeah. It didn't surprise me in the least. No, especially when you look at the trends, and it's not necessarily that it's endemic to minorities. It's just no. That's just. Um, and, and a kind of a combined um, um, everybody's got one and duh and I'm going to just throw some just kind of pop culture stuff in here that all falls into one of those categories or the other I have opinions on all of them but they also can fit into the duh category number one Amy Mann I've always liked Amy Mann the band was Till Tuesday yes voices oh, yeah. carry and then she went on to a very very good solo career she has one record on her, her name that I love it's she called was, it's I know called, nothing else uh, ooh it's gonna well, kill me while you're thinking about it I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, say it yeah. she was at my wedding she was. She and the and I think the keyboard player were both at my wedding. I have the record. Save me, save me. Yes, oh, save me yes. is the name. I, I, that's that's remarkable. Uh, yeah. Well, well, she has. She's kind of got gotten off on a bonehead streak. What about love? That's what I was thinking. Um, she she she's a she's a remarkable talent, but she was told by her manager that she was going to be doing some opening dates for Steely Dan. Remember. My wife, for my Christmas present, got mm-hmm. me a single ticket because she couldn't afford a pair, but got me a ticket to see Steely Dan, one of my favorite bands of all time, who I have seen live, and they don't tour very often. Never toured, uh, hardly ever. And Steve Winwood was opening. I've also seen oh. Steve Winwood a couple of times. So I, I was I was pumped at Chastain Park. I was, you know, I can go to a concert by myself and have a good time. I was thinking about possibly selling it and putting it toward the Jack White tickets that we bought. Thank you very much for your help. You're welcome. But anyway, on Steely Dan's website, 
Steve Winwood canceled, A, uh, for due to unforeseen circumstances okay. at the very end of February, last day of February, he said, I cannot do this tour. So they picked the band we were talking about the other day. I said, I, I think it's an unfortunate name, and I think it holds them back. They're a wonderful band. They do instrumental jazz fusion, progressive, oh, so, funky so jazz. not the butthole surfers. Snarky puppies. Snarky puppies. Snarky puppies. Who are awesome they really they're, 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 they're so a full, good they're a full like i mean i mean huge you know symphonic it's an ensemble. band yeah. you said they're, that because you said unfortunate it's name. a swing band but yes yeah, snarky, snarky puppy i just think but, it's skinny puppy but i as, think it's a cool name as an instrumental jazz fusion band it would be a perfect fit for steely dan so that's what they had up on their website and that's what snarky puppies had up on there my god we get to open for steely dan on this national tour this is huge for us and somewhere Somehow, Amy Mann's manager was going, well, they told me that you were going to open. So she fires off that they were sexist, and they got rid of her because she was a female. Huh? They got rid of her. She, I guess they just don't want a female singer-songwriter opening for them. I can't come up with any other reason. So Donald Fagan has to come out and do this big answer going, Surely to God you can figure out that I'm not a sexist. <laughs> Just look at the body of our work. Listen to the listen to the lyrical content. We're dirty old men, but we're not sexist. You know, we're, we have, we have very crass senses of humor. And we make fun of everybody, but we're not sexist. There's nothing to do with that. I'm just, I think she just got her feelings. I'm just hung did. up on snarky puppy taking yeah. over for Steve Winwood. I know. I That's know, where I would I know, jump ship. I know. It's a Why? little bit different. Because I love Steve Winwood. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do too. Have you too. ever heard Snarky Puppy? No. Uh, oh, there's But so they ain't good. no yeah. they ain't no damn Steve Winwood, I'll tell you that. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Totally and, different genre. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame told Dolly Parton, you can't withdraw. You cannot withdraw. She said, I don't feel worthy of the Rock and Roll Hall Why of Fame. Why is she doing this? She, she, because she's Dolly. And she literally said, I've never really done a rock album. Well, neither did Jay-Z. I know. I, I think, again, there's the confusion that we always have every year this time. That's not rock and roll, but the it's about the rock roots of rock and roll. Yeah. And they said, we appreciate you. I, here's, here's the, here's I'm not the, mad about it. It's just weird. Here's the, here's the uh, thing they've released. In addition to her incredible talent as an artist, her humility is another reason Dolly is so beloved and such an icon for millions of fans around the world. She's going to make it for sure now. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and, they and, won't and let her. That's what this article says. It's an absolute <laughs> codlock, if it wasn't already, mm -hmm. that this move will get her in there. And it said uh, this because we celebrate deep roots and rhythm and bruise and bruise Br rhythm, rhythm and, and blues, blues. <laughs> and country music and country music. This is not just about a single genre. It really is just the music yeah. hall of fame. It just, yeah. it's just was originally called the rock and roll. And the fame. last one, and just, we'll just wrap this one up and, and as Kanye sent oh out <laughs> a Instagram post where he was going after Trevor Noah. Why? But apparently Trevor Noah and I mean, Ken Kardashian are but... good friends, yeah. and he's good friends with Pete Davidson being a comedian. I like Trevor Noah. And so he was celebrating this new coupling of Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. So ye gets all pumped up and actually it's yay. he takes a he takes a shot at him but uses um a particular tune like a nursery rhyme tune 
to actually get it out. It's kumbaya. He, oh. The lyrics to his attack, and they're considered to be vain and bullying and threatening violence. So they pulled him. Instagram pulled it. Wow. They actually they, they, they censored Kanye's post, but it was done to the tune of kumbaya, my lord. And so Trevor Noah said, A, that was funny as hell. That, that, was, that was genuinely funny. I thought I got I got a kick out of it. I did not feel like you were going to hurt me just for the record. Yeah. And then he responded and he goes, "Man, you took samples and turned them into symphonies. You're an indelible part of my life. I'm sorry that you feel this way." And then he got into this part of it. Now, I just wanted to read this. I thought this was actually well done. Reacting directly to the slur, and it was a racial slur from a darker-skinned black man against a very light-skinned foreign black man, mm. not American, all right? I know which one you mean. He goes, clearly some people graduate, but we still be stupid. Don't ever forget, <laughs> the biggest trick racists ever played on black people was teaching us to strip each other of our blackness whenever we disagree, tricking us into dividing ourselves up into splinters so that we would never unite into one powerful rod. There you go. Well, you know, uh, Kanye came out with another statement. He said, Mary had a little lamb. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> As another interesting tidbit about Trevor, no Trevor Noah, he, his father was Scandinavian, I think, or Swiss. Mm -hmm. He's South African. I, 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 I know I he's knew, South knew African. That, that's, that's, no, that, I mean, like, that that's the extent that I, of what yeah. I knew. There you go. I think he's a quality dude. I don't know how he's uh, survived taking over for Jon Stewart, though. Right? Yeah. Well, he, he's smart. He took over. and Yeah, he's smart, but he's not funny. That's the thing. I think I, he's I think funny. He's, I think he's a good dude. I oh. just I don't think he's funny, funny even a little bit, yeah. but uh, quality guy. But he took over for John freaking Stewart. He was a stand-up comedian. Where that are we going from here? Well, that was all brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58 next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. Why don't we do a what are you doing and actually just throw away the community calendar part of it and just say that this is brought to you by Guardian Investment Advisors, Gary Thurman and his partners and staff over there do a great job. And they've got my investments and my wife's investments, and they'll do a very good job with yours as well. 710-9199, Guardian Investment Advisors. And basically, what are you doing? I am not renting from any of these towns in any of these cities, <laughs> but I just thought this would be a good place to stick it. Do you have anything that you'd like to I, just I have you know, a few push? things. None, sure. none of them are particularly. <laughs> I like how you both know to just not ask me because yeah. yeah, you know I'm not yeah. doing anything. Feel free. Well, I always do it because I know neither one of you yeah. will. Well, well do I'm it. doing plenty tonight and tomorrow, but that doesn't do anything for Monday. Yeah, I was going to say it doesn't even do anything. Well, no, no, go ahead, and, I, and I'll, I'll throw this in here. This is just a, 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 the cheapest rents in America. Are you going to go, or you want me I to want go first? I want you to go first. Okay. Uh, before you start, no, I'm just kidding. While I take a swallow of my natural caffeine. <laughs> On Saturday, April 9th through Sunday, April 10th, you can master your garden at the Master Your Garden Expo. Sorry. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Camp Jordan. $10 will get you in. Explore all things gardening and the outdoors at this expo, which features the Tennessee Valley Bonsai Society. That's cool. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. And Crabtree Farms and more. I have actually seen an ex... I don't know if it's an exhibition, but it was a little, like, workshop that was done by the bonsai, um, bonsai. group. Super cool. So if yeah. I grew, if I grew uh, primarily beets, how would you actually deal with that then? Well, then you're you're mastering your beats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so that was so funny in the third grade. <laughs> go, go ahead. 
I was a, I was a card in the third grade. You should have been there. I think we've already discussed this. I'll mention it again. Four Bridges Art Festival, Saturday, April 9th and Sunday, April 10th. 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. First Horizon Pavilion, $5 will get you in. Free entry to, for students and those under 18. Celebrate the arts at this at this juried art show that showcases the work of 140 artists. Okay, what I had here, like I said, what I'm not doing is looking for a new place to live. I don't want to ever move again if I can help it. I never want to move again <laughs> if I can help it. Let me just state yeah, that awful. for the record. It's the worst thing ever, oh my having to move. So anyway, we've been talking about you know affordable housing and stuff for so long here. Uh, and here are the most affordable rents in America. Go ahead and stop me when I hit a city that you would actually want to live in. Okay. And, and, how, and these numbers are put together. We're the, not counting this is, this Section is, 8. This We're is, not counting. This is rent in general. This is uh, studio rent, one-bedroom oh. rent, two-bedroom rent, okay. and basically population of the town factored in together in some are sort of you know, logarithm. Are we Nevada. I'm just going to tell you, from, okay. to, from, from 9 down to 1, Des Moines. No. No. Eh. Albuquerque. No. Eh. Well, maybe, actually. No. Winston-Salem. Yeah, maybe. Winston-Salem is an okay city. I have yeah. family that maybe. live there. If I had to. Because it's Car- Carolina is a good And place. again, if you could pick your place. Easy access to the beach. Memphis. No. Yeah, no. no. Forget Memphis. All right. The only, the only one I'd give a thumbs up to, and it, I wouldn't want to go there, but I I do like the town of Indianapolis. Okay. Indianapolis. Never been. That's been, why I was telling a couple the story times, about I was my, young. my trip to Indianapolis earlier I this morning, which I will not go into that uh, <laughs> on the air here. San Antonio. Never been. No. Absolutely If, if not. I'm in Texas, I'm in Austin, I've or heard I'm San Antonio is pretty, pretty neat downtown area. I've uh, heard that too, but I also uh, don't want to live in Texas. Omaha. Omaha. Omaha! Oh my God! You Omaha. gotta be kidding me! I mean, <laughs> I, I'm in Nebraska. I'm Sam Kennison. I'm in hell. Shoot me! Ah! I'm in Nebraska. College World Series every year. At least there's food there. There's corn. Red Stick, Louisiana, Baton Rouge. I would. Well, okay. South Louisiana and North Louisiana are two different states. Completely different states. <laughs> so they really are. My family's from North Louisiana. Different states. I would not fit in in Southern Louisiana. The grand town of Fargo, North Dakota. I only no. know it from TV shows and movies. Yeah, I mean, the population is, is less than a third of that of Chattanooga, <laughs> and that's everybody in North Dakota. By the way, we are a tiny city too. That's Except for the people who live in the number one town, Grand Forks, North Dakota. I don't even know where Grand Forks. is. <laughs> Is in North Dakota. I've never heard of it. I so, don't know anything about Grand Forks. So these Forest, are the, the best uh, rental rents. rates. Yes. Yeah. A studio rent in Grand Forks would be six hundred and seventy-six dollars a month. Yeah, a for one bed- big room. A two-bedroom apartment would be eight ninety, and that's the best deal in America, according to. When does place. that market correct itself? In I don't Forks, know. renters are renting. Generally speaking, well, I, I don't know. This is this general way too generalized to say that, but oftentimes because they they can't afford to buy right that's often a lot of the reason or as a matter of but, convenience but if you make the damn rent so prohibitive that i mean wh- well when does this market correct itself well i'll tell you part of that too is the the um credit score system where people who have bad credit have to rent because they can't get can't a loan get to a, buy a get house. and you have a higher rent yeah. often because of that yeah yeah i mean and and right now again we would be we would be a bad bet for a bank to give a mortgage to right now the way they look at it because we have no debt my wife right. makes a good living i am okay i'm doing fine 
We've got, you know, three vehicles that are paid for, but we have no debt. Well, this is the Dave, this is the Dave Ramsey kind of thing. We, yeah. we have we don't even have a credit card between us. I don't either. And that and that that is I a should. deal breaker. That doesn't work for the banks. It's a deal breaker for them. And it's a they want you to be they want you to be at least somewhat indebted. Well, they want to see that you that, make payments. Yeah, they want to see that you make yeah, but it's a, payments. But here's our here's our salary. Here's our income. Here's how much the house payment would but be. But you have no it wouldn't credit. Wouldn't be hard to do. I'm just saying. Yeah, it there's there literally is no listing of anything. Again, credit. I hate to give Dave Ramsey much credit because he's such a blowhard yeah, uh, yeah, asshole. He um, but he yeah, he you know I've got a million dollars and you won't re- you won't rent me this apartment. I can buy the if place. Got it, if you got I can enough, walk in here and buy your you damn place. Just to, just to but buy you it with cash. Yeah, yeah. that's that's well, the way Well, I hate to break it to it. whoever made this list. But I have a three bedroom, one and a half bath, and I pay less than all of that. In Grand Forks, I You're, have an entire no, house. Here. You made a, a good deal. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Darn right, right, I made a good deal. Yeah. I rent an entire house in Rossville, uh, and I pay my roommate far less than any of that. On other things too that we've talked about, I'll just throw this in the tail end of this, and we'll take ten seconds. Uh, they said, ask the question, and this again is, of course, I'm sure Wallet Hub. No, Reuters, Ipsos, Reuters, hmm. Ipsos. When gas in America hits $7 a gallon, what will you stop doing? Driving, Driving. to work. <laughs> 46% of the people say take a vacation. 54% of the people say go to restaurants. 50% of the people say go to any kind of movie and or paid entertainment. I don't do any of those Like a sporting <laughs> event. 47% say they would put off all home improvements. 31% say they would give up alcoholic beverages. That's no, the only one that the deal breaker. Right. <laughs> deal breaker. That's I was it. Like, no, you won't. When when gas goes to seven dollars a gallon, that's what's going to happen, according to them. And I put podcasts with a big question mark on it here. Driving off the mountain to come do a podcast at seven dollars a gallon, we'll have to discuss it. At Quality Tire Pros, we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022. If your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been, stop in today. Let us check it out. For a quality ride and one you can count on, we carry great tire brands like Michelin. No matter what you drive or where you've driven, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard. Before you start, Jen, I did the the start of my speedometer to see how many miles I do for just one day going to work, and that's it. Yeah. 35 miles in one day. Time seven. Yeah. Start doing the math. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's we, we, and that's we, not we, making a single stop. We were talking before, other than to work back and forth. I think, bad. I think, how I can, many miles do you? Oh, in a day, back and forth. Oh, you, back and forth. You might well, do well, well over more than nine. Well over a hundred. Yeah. It's in one one way is fifty four miles from my house to to this work spot. Wait, wow. what? One wow. way every day? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know how far I knew out it was? He a, lives? I knew yeah. it was a ways. Yeah. I didn't know it was yeah. fifty-four freaking yeah. miles. I'm in I'm in the backside of Sequatchie if County. If I knew that, I wouldn't c- even mention in the mine. Central Time Zone. Yeah, in the Central <laughs> That's why I don't talk about mine. It's so easy for me. <laughs> yeah, it takes me saying, no. five minutes to no, get here. No, no. I, drive. I, I enjoy the drive. I enjoyed yeah. the drive it's in and the drive out. It's, yeah. it's actually relaxing. It gives you time to think. Listen you to music. From my house to here is like seven miles, but then the Udawa I'm back is what gets me. Yeah, I drive from. Uh, Rossville to East Ridge, from East Ridge to here, and then from here to home. It's it's not bad. Really. Pimp's corner. Uh, Pimp Jen has her corner. I don't know how much she wants to do today. I'm going to do a couple. Of course, it is brought to you by the Intentional Living Project, theintentionallivingproject.com. That's the website. And the podcast is done by our friend Bruce Dodd, and it's exactly what it sounds like. It's about intentional living. 
money, time, thoughts, gas mileage, relationships, and things of that nature. The Chattanooga Lookouts recently announced their initial slate of 2022 promotions featuring the return of fan favorites and new highlights. Some of the promotions for this season include Fireworks Fridays, uh, Tyler's Amazing Balancing Act. I haven't seen that yet. I'm going to need to go do that. I haven't heard of that one yet. Uh, That's on April 30th. And a seat cushion giveaway on May 28th and much more. Today, Monday is the anniversary of the start of Twitter. Oh, ah, I had that. Goody. I had that in, in the upcoming thing that we don't ever do about That's the actually, history. That's yeah. actually uh, interesting yeah. because today yeah. is my Twitterversary. It let me know that today's my Twitterversary. Was that 2008? Seven. It was 2006. Yeah, my Six? account. Sorry, um, 2006. I got my account in uh, 2009, no more. early 2009. I was 09 as well. Saved yeah. this day in history until we get to this day in history. The uh, co-founder, Jack Dorsey, uh, sent the very first tweet ever. Saying, I'm setting up my Twitter. And it said, just setting up my Twitter yeah. with mm-hmm. no vowels. Yeah. T-W-T-T-R. He didn't abbreve. Yeah, he didn't abbreve. Well, this is back in the days of Blackberries and stuff, you must remember. Since then, 1.3 billion Twitter accounts have been created. iPhone didn't come till 07. Yep. And the guy looks. The guy that actually started Twitter looks like the six-fingered man from The Princess Bride. <laughs> well, he does these days. He didn't use to. I'm serious. Actually, I thought he kind of looked like Ted Kaczynski, like now. Yeah. And he's sort big, of become crazy that. beard. And yeah. All that. And I just have one last thing, and this this is personal. I put a request out on Facebook yesterday, early, early in the morning, because I've had a clog in my shower drain for the last week and have been dumping buckets of water out of the tub and into a sink because we couldn't, I mean, who was going to stand in, yeah, two feet of cold water? And I told you to buy a $20 snake, and you said no. Yeah, you did, and so did a lot of people. (laughs) However, thank you, Barry Schultz, who is a listener every day. We appreciate you, Barry. He recommended Zach Stepp and his team at True Plum, and I've actually posted the link to his business on my Facebook page, he came the same day. He didn't charge me much, and he got that clog unclogged in less Good than five minutes. Let me. No, yeah, you real, sounded like a cool dude. Now let me let me take thirty seconds to tell you the story. My friend Jim, uh, of my, my my trio of friends Tarzan and St- Steve is his name, and Jim, my outdoors buddies. Jim's dad was the most quiet, humble man. He walked every day. He walked around the entire circumference of our town because he'd had a heart attack as a young man. Mm-hmm. So all for the rest of his life, he was the postmaster in town. He was the postmaster, Mr. Osier was. And uh, But, I mean, when you went to their house, it was so quiet. It was unlike any other house that I've ever been to before. I was there one day when they had a clogged toilet. <laughs> I didn't do it. And, and he, didn't do it. he went to one of the neighbor's houses and me and Jim were out there on the trampoline, bouncing around, just enjoying our day, being kids. And all of a sudden, we looked, and here comes this thing up out. You know how every <laughs> roof has the the <laughs> ventilation pipes that stuck up out of yeah, it yeah. that actually make your toilet flush because it gives you the gravity to you know for water to actually go up and then down and pull it out. That's why they're there. That's why those pipes are there to give you the, the the pressure that you need, the 14 pounds per square inch, to push the water down the drain. 
So he had snaked, he'd used the snake that he borrowed, and instead of going into the right <laughs> pipe with the clog, it went directly up. And we just sat there and we were going, what the hell is going on? And this big metal thing was coming out of the pipe and going down and going off the roof and over the gutter and was down in the yard. And we went, we started yanking on it. And we, we, we go, what is this? We didn't know what, what somebody's attacking your house. And uh, he was in there, started cussing and screaming. I've never heard him scream before in my entire life. Never heard a curse word come out of his mouth. But we yanked the handle completely out of his hand and went down into the toilet. And we had to jam it back through. From we had to get up on the roof and force it back through to get the, the nasty, stinking toilet handle, the uh, snake out, and he pulled it all back in and threw it down and called the plumber. He should have called your boys. That's what he should have done. So maybe don't buy that twenty foot snake. There you yeah, go. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. You got a flex? Do you have a flex? Yeah, it's uh, not. I mean, yeah, I guess yeah. If you want, <laughs> if you want to do it, do it. Flex your muscles. Sorry, we're just away. figuring it out as we go. Yeah, no, I know. I, I'm just sort of on the fence. It's about, Monday. Like, is it? It's it's that's why because we're so early. But I, I do want to give a big thank you to American Exotic Guitars. Uh, Jason Armstrong over at American Exotic Guitars making the finest quality guitars one could possibly buy with American Exotic Woods like Osage Orange, Acacia Koa, all that cool stuff. He's uh, been posting some beautiful videos he has, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, so definitely follow him on Instagram, American Exotic Guitars on Instagram. And I think he also has his personal account posts stuff like that yes. too. Um, so go check them out. And if you're into guitars and if you can play them, unlike me, uh, you're definitely going to want to check them out. Um, I don't really have a whole lot, honestly, because... It's so difficult to do this segment looking forward to the future yeah. because of what's going on right now. You know, normally I can do, I could shift over and do something more general. Like we could talk about what's going on in Burma, Myanmar, and that's really interesting. But that's not what most people want to hear about right now. I know. I understand. It's taken us this long to get everybody focused on Ukraine. Yeah. So um, I, I just want to say that the, the Poles, the Polish people, the Polish government, really, really, really want NATO to get involved in this conflict in one way or another uh, militarily. And I totally understand their angle. You know, well, they probably position. need the help, right? Yeah. You I know, mean, my that would be my first They're scared to death. They know yeah. who's coming, they're, where they're going next. So recently, and by recently, I mean last Friday, if you're listening to this Monday, which you are, um, there was an attack on an airport in uh, Lviv, which is right on the border with Poland. And there was an attack a little bit earlier right on the border with, I'm going to say, Slovakia. So there's a lot of concern going on uh, presently uh, in the region. And that's really all I've got. Well, is this would be like if there was fighting that could be con potentially harmful for Tennessee in Rome, Georgia. Right. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, yeah. it's not a mile away, you, you better but not, it's 40 you better miles not, away. You better not ignore it completely. And the Poles, I don't know how, I don't know why the word Polak you know, ever came to be as an insult. I don't know where it as started. A, as a from, child, the Pollock jokes. Well, I, know, I, I, were, never, I never knew why we were making family. these jokes. It was all in the family. It was Archie Bunker. That, that was right? his favorite insult. Was calling Meathead a Pollock. Well, because and, because and so Hitler took over Poland initially. All, all dumb people became Pollocks in the seventies, and the fact is, is they're actually brilliant people, but mm -hmm. they have been the doorstep of history over and over and over again and you talk about bravery in world war ii they went out to meet the 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 nazi tanks on bicycles yeah. riding bicycles into war yeah, they don't against around. panzers i mean so well that's I mean, not a they're not bad a very good no, recipe what, for winning no but i mean it's it's what they had it's, it's what they did and i guarantee you no 
they 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 remember the suffering genetically over there. They I, they don't want to do it again. I just like to point out the the juxtaposition of you saying that they're incredibly smart people, and then you say they combated tanks with bicycles. Yes, I understand. <laughs> How stupid! <laughs> well, but, it's it's I can either go in on foot or I can go in on this bike and possibly dodge a couple of bullets. I don't know. Well, the, the one thing about <laughs> about ahead. that is that there was a huge influx of, of Polish immigrants to New York uh, around the time of World War Two, uh, just like there were an influx of Irish immigrants around the turn, so time just, of the famine. Yes, and, and you that's had Nina, where that, no Irish need apply. And that's where that just our natural from. knee-jerk reaction. Surely to kids a new aren't population. making Polak jokes anymore. No, I don't. I doubt if anybody under the age of thirty even knows what that word. That means. bled into the to the nineties. I swear to God, they're just being dumb kids. Yeah. No clue why the hell we're no, saying my, you're a dumb Polak. In Australia, it was Irish. Well, not not Polak. Yeah, I, I don't know. The joke was Irish. They might be dumb, yeah. but they could beat the hell out of you. Mountains <laughs> looking at each other. Uh, no, no uh, story today. We're going to do the uh, day in history instead. Okay. And uh, and I, I just for some reason I don't know why it just hit me just to take a standard ordinary day, Monday, March twenty first. All right, nothing going on, no holiday, and let's just see what happened. And I and I I, I sent a couple of uh, of links to you guys. And I'll just I'll run through a couple. Yep, and you can you can look at yours and see if anything grabs you. The first thing that comes up, I've got two on this one. This is from Britannica.com. This day in history, mm-hmm. the closing of Alcatraz prison in 1963. And there's mm. a nice picture of Alcatraz there. And guess what it says? What it say? And the very 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 small thumbnail description of what happened on that day. Mm-hmm. The U.S. federal prison on San Francisco Bay's Alcatraz Island, which had held some of the most dangerous civilian prisoners known to man, including Al Capone and Robert Stroud, <laughs> the Birdman of Alcatraz, was closed this day in 1963. Yeah, don't so, mess around with me. Yeah, so you look up the Birdman of Alcatraz and look at Russell and tell me that that apple fell far from the tree. But, well, it did because our ancestries diverge in like 1760 something. Um, a happy birthday this morning to Rosie O'Donnell and to Gary Oldman, one of my favorite actors in the oh, entire yeah. world. Now Always I gotta watch the Leon the Professional. One that jumps off the page for me here is uh, what I think is the most fabricated fake patriotic song ever God Bless America was recorded oh. in 1939 <laughs> oh my really? god that long ago? Wow. Do, you, do you remember my story about that one no I just think it's a bachelor, fabricated fake, fake patriotic party song at the strip God club. Bless America like we're not already blessed get out of here uh, strip club a bachelor party at Riley's on Fulton Park Industrial Boulevard outside of Atlanta we referred to it as rough and ready Riley's you can probably pick. Remember, you know what the some Irish you know what the there. dancers look like at the strip club in Ozark. That's what the dancers look like at Riley's. All right. uh. And all of a sudden, we're standing there. There's a table dance going on. There's a woman whose private parts are shoved in my face, and we're sitting there drinking our drinks and got our dollar bills ready to stick in garters. And all of a sudden, the DJ gets on the mic and says, "Everybody, please stand. Take off your hats." And he takes an American flag out and puts it outside of his DJ booth and sticks it into a flag holder. God bless and America. they play Lee Greenwood's God Bless America. And every stripper stood and saluted. <laughs> the 12-minute version. But no. naked, but naked on the tables. And we were just standing there going, 
Jesus, are we in a David Lynch movie? <laughs> this 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 can't really be happening. For two and a half minutes of God bless USA. No, green, green, there, green, yeah, with, Greenwood with is God bless, bless USA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 God, the God bless America. Oh. That's what, yeah, Greenwood, you're talking about. Uh, yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. I'm proud about. to be an yeah, American. That's the one I'm talking about. Which I'm is sorry. also a fake fabricated I am, uh, patriotic I apologize. Song. I thought that's what you were talking about. So I just wanted to get that story in there anyway. Well, yeah. it, it works. Strip, it, 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 can, strippers it, are patriotic too. Just for a really bad song. You shame them into doing it. You better salute that flag. Well, here's one that jumps off the page for me. On this day in 1826, Beethoven's String Quartet Number 13 in B-flat major, Opus Number 130, premiered in Vienna. That one also got my attention. It was also on this day that Bach was born, considered to be the greatest composer of all time. No. I certainly would go with Beethoven myself. I would go with Mozart. All right, here you go. This, This one's for you. The, the pronunciation on this has changed from the day it began till now. Pronounce the Irish. Oh, Sinn Féin. Sinn Féin. It used to be Sean Finn. Mm. And when, when this guy, Irish politician Martin McGinnis, who as a member of, we would have said Sean Finn in mm. college, and everybody did it, and they would correct you if you said it differently. Yeah, he was a provo, too. The political wing of the Irish Republican Army played yeah. an influential role in negotiating the Good Friday Agreement Belfast Agreement of 1998 died at the age of 66. That is one of the great shining moments in history yeah. where a vicious blood feud really went away and the peace worked it and did. it's still working. It's it's an amazing thing to look back on now. Yeah, there's there's the right, there's the six-handed man from <laughs> from Princess Bride. Tell me that doesn't look just like him. <laughs> it does. I'm Jack got, Dorsey, go ahead. I've got uh KGWAM in 1922. Went on the air in Portland, Oregon, began its radio transmissions, and you should see the picture of their studio. If you are a radio junkie like me, we all have a radio background, you'll love this because they've got a uh, organ, you know, for playing the little oh, organ yeah, tunes. Yeah, yeah. Got for, the, for, for, doing the, for doing the live music. Brrrum, yeah. Live music. Drink your Ovaltine, and they yes. got the piano and everything. It's great. Head on down to the Ghost Energy Drinks. <laughs> <laughs> in 1989, uh, Madonna's Like a Prayer was released. I remember and it well. That was a good video. My, it was yeah. a great video. And my mother, being a deeply religious woman who also liked Madonna, and then me being nine years old and seeing this, it, it, it literally it blew my mind. You. It confused it you, didn't it? It blew my yes. damn yes. mind. Yes. With nope. her huge bust and yes. the burning crosses. Yes. And it's a great song. Black Jesus. Yes, yeah, crying black, black, black Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, absolutely. It was. I was. I, I remember. I. I don't remember specifically, but there was some. Kind, there was a very confusing interaction I, between me and my mother, and this being on. Like, I, can I, you watch this? Can you me, not watch this? Me I don't know what to think about this. And, and I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at, but she's and, hot as. But one of my buddies went to see. You might have even seen this band back when they were playing. They were a Canadiana band. They're kind of an Americana band, but they're all from Canada. They're all indigenous too, oh. and they're called the Ducks. D U H K S. Yes, I know the name, but I don't all know right. the band. They had two female singers, both of whom were just extremely pretty. One though was very dark skinned, and like I said indigenous woman. I don't know what her her, her tribal origin was. Her uniform was a wife beater with no bra. And they did great folk, country, gospel music. And me and my buddy were standing at the edge of the stage one time. Stage came up to about our waist. So we're looking directly up at this (laughs) goddess who is writhing around and singing a gospel song with big dark nipples staring through her wife beater. And my friend just looks at me and goes, 
I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be thinking right now. <laughs> so that was kind of the way it was between, for Madonna's Like a Prayer. Between Madonna's Like a Prayer and then a few years later, R.E.M.'s Losing My Religion, yeah. people were losing their minds on what they were yeah. supposed to like or not like. Here, here's, here's one that even though you guys were not there, I'm sure, when it really happened, I did not watch the show, but you could not escape it. It was the most famous cliffhanger in television history. Dallas. The end of season three of Dallas. <laughs> I remember my Who dad shot going on, on about this Who match. Shot Who JR? shot JR? Who shot JR? Everybody, I shot JR t-shirts. You know, <laughs> who the hell cares about JR? Screw JR. Oh, my and gosh. I mean, but it was, the, it it was, was the, the thing. Between that and MASH, those were just the, the, the yeah. smashes of all television MASH shows. MASH was incredible. It was also in this day that Jimmy Carter said the United States would not be going to the Moscow boycott uh, excuse me excuse me the Moscow Olympics to to boycott it because of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan right that was 1980 so we for a purely political reason we pulled out of those those Olympics infuriated Russia mm -hmm. infuriated most of the world that was a pretty polarizing move and it's still remembered to this day and there's still hurt feelings to this day well, over but I mean how much have we changed because of the invasion of Afghanistan well you're gonna like this one then uh, on this day in 1933 it's a day of Potsdam in North, uh, Nazi Germany a yep. ceremony to open the new Reichstag after the fire in February Adolf Hitler and Paul von Hindenburg shake hands in public thus solidifying Hitler's rise to power in 1933. I also think this is the day that Otto von Bismarck became the actual the chancellor. Yeah. Yes. The Second Battle of the Somme began in World War One, And here's a good one. The Butler Act, which outlawed the teaching of evolution in Tennessee schools, mm -hmm. was signed into law on this date. And it stayed the law, did you know this, even though it was at the center of the Scopes Monkey Trials, it remained the law until 1967. Yep. 1967, 68 was the first year they could legally teach evolution in Tennessee. So In 1964, the Beatles' single, She Loves You, goes number one in the you, U.S. Yeah, yeah, That's the one, yeah, yeah. and stays number one Such for two weeks. Such an iconic song. Yeah. I'm rolling my eyes. Or something. <laughs> it's, it's one of those ones where, like, the Beatles, for the like time. like the Beatles? I don't not like the Beatles. No, it's just I, the, I like not the everything Beatles. they do is, is is groundbreaking and amazing. In nineteen sixty four it was. That's the thing. Here's the thing about the Beatles. <laughs> the Beatles are, in my opinion, very great. And especially their later stuff. Their new stuff like sorry, their early stuff, it's like They're a boy I, band. It's just a dumb boy band. <laughs> That's yeah, what George Harrison said. George yeah. Harrison, one of his last interviews, goes he goes, You guys, you have to just understand we were just the, we were just the spice girls. Yeah. We were just the we were just the guys that were the Spice Girls when it began. We didn't know. And they were so we young. didn't know. We had no idea. I don't take idea. anything away from them. They, they, yeah. they revolutionized music. I mean, Russell, you got your Nirvana shirt on right now. There are people who think Nirvana is trash. Oh, I know yeah. that there's just noise. And Nirvana was a revolutionary act in their self yes, in their time were. frame. And so were the Beatles. But yeah, let me do. I know. Oh wow, how groundbreaking! Well, don't you remember when the mosquitoes washed up on the Isle of, of Gilligan's Isle? And they were the most famous band in the oh, world, yeah. and they were all so excited. I and, don't. And, and, and the skipper at one point was looking at Gilligan. He said, no, no, no. He goes, you're close, skipper, but it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the mosquitoes <laughs> were taking, they, they were supposed to be the Beatles. So I mean, some <laughs> of the post-Beatles stuff, All Things Must Pass, and uh, oh, some uh, of the some yeah. of the uh, uh, McCartney's Wings stuff, some of that is just as groundbreaking as anything they uh, did in Revol 1962. Revolver I hated and Sgt. Pepper's were absolute, just complete world changes. I'll give you that. Changes. I'll absolutely give you that. World wings changes. Did you too. Yeah.
And that's it. What? That's it. Wings hated you too. <laughs> I thought you meant you too. <laughs> no. Oh, dude. Oh. I'm so glad you said that. Speaking of Irish assholes. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, Nancy Pelosi did this freaking weird thing. I didn't understand what that was. Dude, yesterday, she at some gathering, this some thing? speech. No, 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 not that thing. That was a weird no, thing. She's going to read some kind of poem. Or she read a poem that was written by Bono about the Ukraine war and the very last line of the poem is Zelensky is now St. Patrick and it's like what what in the world <laughs> it's it's a typical bono poem about ukraine and for some reason nancy pelosi felt the need to read this poem before she Congress. still she still hasn't found what she's looking for which is a poem that would actually work in her and joe biden need to be in nursing homes <laughs> well if you she, research she's just she's on a street but she can't remember its name i Whatever. said i said why don't they just if you play... research saint patrick she's gonna uh, do it, it with or without sense. you yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Why not just play Bloody no. Sunday? You gotta do it like this. <laughs> with you or without you. It says. Uh, back and speaking forth, of bands, I can't stand. With or without you. Come at me, bro. One of the greatest bands ever live. Oh my god. Absolutely. Listen to this. Takes my breath away every time I've ever seen them. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine, and St. Patrick's name oh is now god. Zelensky. <laughs> And then uh, she brought in some river dancers. Seriously, we need an intervention here. You need to be in the nursing home. You and Buck Joe can have adjoining rooms if you need to. Strangely I'm, enough. I'm I still don't understand this, myself. this see, hand movement. See, you're being all violent. I'm, I'm holding mine up. I'm not being and, violent. And ex, explic- uh, this is, this, I'm, de- I'm deploring the During violence the in the State world. of the Union, Jeff. Did you not watch yeah, her do this? Yeah, she kept doing this weird X-ray. thing with her hands. Yeah. Well, and then uh, rubbing her uh, fists together. Who's the other? She's 81 years old. It's called old. Parkinson's. I can feel my hands again. <laughs> and then uh, Chuck Schumer did that weird thing where he like stood up and clapped, and no one else was standing up, and he like sat down again. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta own it, man. And I'm watching, and I'm like, we are run by clowns. If he Everyone had just in this put his room. hands up in an X like this and started swaying back and forth, I, I missed that episode. And oh then, my god. And then Bobert and MTG started yelling. I'm like, what is going on? This is a clown show. Uh, have a good Monday. We have. Uh, Sabrina Smedley. Sabrina Smedley coming tomorrow. in tomorrow. And Yay. the last of the Republican candidates for Hamilton County Mayor. So be listening.